<coughs> All right. This is the fourth session in the ongoing investigation of the events surrounding the destruction of Lockhart Reed-owned Orbital Station Concord, positioned near the wormhole designated I-87. The station lost communications on the 17th of March, when the next ship came through I-87 on the 23rd after a lengthy wait for a wormhole storm to dissipate. They found the station destroyed from an explosion believed to have originated from its engines. Very little physical evidence remains, and all onboard personnel are presumed dead. The way station. Continuing from the previous session, the crew discovered an exact copy of Engineer George Armitage, who remains in the medical ward in a comatose state ever since the duplicate appeared. Dr. Laura Scannell interviewed the copy, finding it retaining no memories, copying actions and words, and lacking the injuries of the original. The first recording of this session was a small group recording on the CR device of Jack Hatcher, made during the morning of March 16th. Hatcher! Over here. What do you want? Oh, you know. Quick chat before work. This had better be good. Of course it is. Right. You were there in the medical ward, right, Bridger? You saw the copy. Uh, yeah. And how did Armitage look? Um, not great. He was sweating a lot more. Scannell said he was likely comatose. Comatose? And what about the copy? Uh, looked pretty okay. Uh, didn't have the cuts or anything. They're keeping it sedated for the most part. It's conscious, it just can't do anything. <laughs> Fucking knew it. Acher, are you okay? You look, uh, peaky. Yeah, well, I've been up all night for the most part. <sighs> just thinking. More than usual, then? Oh, fuck off, Bridger! This is serious. If that thing, the thing that came out from the meteorite, is getting healthier, then what about George? He's lying up there, getting worse. He's dying. What Dr. Brown said- I don't give a shit what that German quack thinks. That copy. It's draining Armitage. Adger, you don't know that. Oh, come on, think about it! Armitage cuts his arm in the meteorite badly, goes to the ward, that meteorite soaks up his blood or something, and, and then creates that copy from him. You see? But 
how can we be sure? Seriously, Hatcher, how can we be sure here? I know that Zolbroff is up to something here. Him and Jago and Tilson, they keep having meetings during this whole thing. Yeah, so? They're just talking about what to do. They're in charge, after all. Well, if they're in charge, they've done fuck all for George Armitage. But we can do something. What are you saying? We kill it. Stop it from taking Armitage. Becoming Armitage. Hatcher, that's... That's fucking mutiny. That's not! We're not overthrowing command or anything. We'd be breaking a direct order. You know how much Top Rob's a fucking stickler? I'm not letting my friend die! And if killing that thing up there can help him, then I'm prepared to. You're suggesting that we kill someone. I can't believe that you're even considering it. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not someone. Something. It wasn't born or anything like that. It was made. Bridger, you know I'm right. We kill that thing, then we get rid of the meteorite. We... we don't have to do that. We can tell Tilson. She'd understand and... No! Are you fucking mental? She's with Toporov. Those two are up to something with it. Jago too. I don't know what, and I don't rightly care. I just want my friend alive and that rock off this station. Before it... Before it does anything else. It did... Um... Glow. When Armitage got rushed to the world. The meteorite. The inside of it. It was glowing red. Exactly. I suggested that we... We get rid of it. To Tilson. But she... Said no. You see? You see? I don't want Armitage to die either, but... This isn't right. I... I agree, I do, but... If Armitage dies and we do nothing about it, what'll happen afterwards, huh? <sighs> Look, we're not killing anyone either. Just... Getting rid of a body, right? It's not even alive. It's just something made. It's... It's just copying us. I bet it's not even fucking sentient. I think... I think that we should. If Toprov and Tilson aren't going to... Somebody has to. Bridger, what are you thinking? Are you serious? I know, I know. I'm just thinking of Armitage here, Thoreau. I I'm thinking of crew safety. <sighs> <sighs> Look, you can just distract Brown or Scannell whilst me and Bridget deal with the copy, yeah? Now, do you think Wheeler could be brought on? Uh, he's closer with Tilson than I am. <sighs> okay, then. We'll do it after the next shift. Agreed? Ida? <sighs> if it makes you feel any better, you can say you didn't know anything about this. Alright? Alright. Armitage is dying. We have to do something before it's too late. Good. Right. <sighs> well, let's go to work before they ask what we're doing, yeah? The next recording belongs to head medical officer of Concord, Dr. Mona Brown, making one of the few entries in an audio diary.
This recording took place after the engineer's shift. Due to the events that unfolded during this recording, there will be several switches between devices, such as the CR devices belonging to Dr. Laura Scannell and Ramsey Tilson. Amateurs Zustand verschlechtert sich zunehmend. Das lässt sich nicht mehr bestreiten. Natürlich habe ich eigene Theorien, auf die ich hier nicht näher eingehen möchte. Selbstverständlich glaube ich, dass das Things are getting worse with Armitage. That much is certain. I have my own private theories that I won't elucidate here. Needless to say that I believe that duplicate, copy or twin, whatever it is, is a bad omen here. As much as it pains me to say it, Scannell was right. I've never lost a patient before, and I don't intend to lose one now. Armitage's state has gone from simple unconsciousness to being comatose in mere hours, with nothing to explain why. Something I've never seen the likes of before, in hospitals nor in the field. Like our resident meteorite, this is unknown. He has no encephalitis, alcohol poisoning. It is just completely inexplicable. I'm not accustomed to the inexplicable. This is just... Thoreau, what's wrong? Uh, nothing much. I was just hoping for a, a sleeping pill. Ah, trouble with insomnia again? Yeah, but with the... Uh, you know. Alright, just give me a tick. Just need to make sure Brown doesn't see. Scannell? What are you looking for? Uh, just, um... A sleeping pill for the road, Dr. Brown. Again? Uh, fine. I'll get it. You focus on Armitage, like I told you this morning. Yes, Doctor. just wanted to check on him. You've been told not to disturb him. Bridger, what do you want? Come on, he's my friend. Are you here again? No means no, Hatcher. You'll be fine. Get back to your station. You remember when to take it? Fuck it. Bridger! Oh, shit. Hatcher! What are you doing? Hatcher! Don't make me do worse, Brown. Scannel! Hatcher, don't! Drop the knife! Don't do this! Tilson! Wheeler, take Bridger's pistol. She makes one move and you arrest her. Stay still. Not a word, Rosie. We were doing what should have been done, Mitch. Shut it! Shit. Dr. Scannell, are you alright? Yes, I'm fine. Dr. Brown? I'm fine. Thoreau, get Ricky down here, please. Find them. Uh, oh, I... 
Toporov, we've had an incident in the medical ward. Armitage. No, Hatcher. He tried to attack our visitor. Bridger was helping him. All right, I'll come down. Keep the two there for- The next recording took place in Rosie Bridger's room on Concord, half an hour after the altercation in the medical ward. It was recorded on the CR device belonging to Ramsey Tilson. Is it on, Tilson? Yeah. Go on. Right. Under company regulations involving mutiny, desertion of duty, and disregard of authority, Hatcher, you're under arrest. You'll be brought to the nearest company-owned planet to face trial for conspiracy and attempted murder. Do you understand? Moving on, under company regulations involving mutiny, desertion of duty, and disregard of authority. Bridger, you are also under arrest. Whilst your part in the criminal act is not as severe, you will nevertheless face trial for conspiracy to commit murder. Do you understand? Yes. Sir, if I- No, please. She's my friend. She wouldn't do something like this. <laughs> Bitch, I- fucked up. It's... It's okay. No, it's not okay. Look, she made a mistake, alright? Hatcher just- Mitch! It's alright, Mitch. I did something stupid. I'm sorry. Shut it! You will be remanded under guard on the next docked ship, which will be diverted to accommodate your separate trials. Why not just use the shuttle? The storm still hasn't let up. And besides, we have a skeleton crew here already. We can't afford losing two more to ferry you to Singapore's. You're killing him by doing this. And you nearly killed someone. But you fucking see? That thing is going to kill him, and you're just standing there watching it fucking happen! You made your choice, Hatcher. I am following protocol. Hatcher, don't! <sighs> Hatcher! You fuck! Hey! Are you alright, sir? Yes, yes. God. Turn it off. We're done with the formalities. Wheeler, keep them under guard here until we get the ship. The next recording is the twelfth entry in an audio diary authored by Dr. Laura Scannell, made in the late hours of March 16th. March 16th, 2152. Armitage died two hours ago. It happened not long after Hatcher and Bridger were taken away after they tried. <sighs> I would have said he died from his stroke. There was no blood going to his brain. He suffered sudden seizures on one side. The noise he made. It didn't take long. A blessing, I suppose. I don't understand what is happening. This isn't... Of course it isn't normal. Whatever this is, it's just unnormal. We had a 
small uh, service, I guess you'd call it, about ten minutes ago. It was my first space burial. Toporov didn't allow either Hatcher or Bridger to attend it. I think... I mean, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think that Brown didn't take it too well. Normally she's rather um, vocal about things, but she was remarkably quiet. I can't imagine it's the first death under her care. <clears throat> um, the duplicate is still under sedation. It's in perfect health, but we have to keep it in there until further notice. I was tempted to do more tests with him, with it. But when I asked Toporov, he told me not to. Uh, Tilson had a wound from the fight, cut across the palm from a scalpel. Bandaged it tight, should be fine soon. Nothing too serious. I just don't understand how he died. Apart from those wounds on his arm, Armitage was fine. He had no pre-existing ailments. It was the first time I'd seen someone die. I mean, I trained on bodies for learning, of all things, how people expire. <clears throat> but it was the first time I'd been there when it happened. Seeing it. Actually, think of anything more to say. Oh, it's late. I'll make another entry tomorrow. <clears throat> Dr. Laura Scannell, ending recording. The first death, then? Yes, ma'am. George Armitage. Died from an unexplained seizure and or stroke during a comatose state. So not all the crew died in the explosion? It would appear so, ma'am. Proceed. The next and final recording of this session comes from the CR device belonging to engineer Kelson Rickey, made during the same time as the previous. Hey, Luce. Been a while again. Sorry about that. Things have been... <sighs> George died today. Went into a coma. Had a stroke, according to the docs. He had a... <sighs> Doesn't matter. Hatcher and Bridger did something stupid. Tried attacking someone. Toprov told the rest of us they'll be off the station next time a ship docks. But when that happens, is anyone's guess. I've been looking at the wormhole for a week now. That storm in there isn't letting up anytime soon. Normally they last a couple, few days, a week at most, but it's kept going on. And it takes three weeks for a ship to come to Cygnipus this side. And the next. 
Last time I spoke with Mom was two weeks ago. I've been meaning to call her, but... But with Armitage... George... Still Miss Barney, for what the mangy idiot's worth. I could really do with... Hey, hey, prof. Thought the deck would be empty. Same here. Are you leaving? Yeah, I'm about to. Not because of you, just, uh, bored, I guess. Well, I won't keep you then. The storm is still going. Hmm? The, the storm. In the wormhole. Yes. Think it'll end soon? I'm sure. They don't last long in the grand scheme of things. I was sorry to hear about Armitage. Responsible? Why? Because I was here when I saw it. The meteorite. If I didn't, it wouldn't have been brought on board. And Armitage wouldn't have died. You're not responsible. No one on this station is. <sighs> I doubt that. It is beautiful, though. That's why I'm here. No, I'm not talking about the wormhole. Whatever it is, it's brighter. What? I shouldn't be saying this. I mean, I haven't even told Toparov. But the hour when Armitage died, the light inside the meteorite flared up. It was as bright as a lighthouse. It's even pulsating. Why? I don't know. But with the duplicate, it's anyone's guess. You think that? Like I said, I don't know. But I think... I think we need to get rid of the meteorite. Throw it out. You could tell Toporov. <laughs> I did. He's not one for following orders from below. The blood that Armitage spilt? I couldn't find any trace of it inside of it. In the meteorite, I mean. <laughs> I don't want to assume anything. But from the color of that light, red on red, it looks like that... <laughs> it's stupid. Have you sent anything out about this whole thing? Toprov said not to send anything about- I know about what he it. said, Kelson. But have you? Are you asking me as a friend? Or a company civilian? No. Haven't got anyone to send to anyway. What about you? I've sent a couple messages to a physicist friend of mine. Nothing about what's happening, of course. 
If I did, I doubt I'd be able to send anything else afterwards. <laughs> yeah. The wormhole is beautiful also, in its own way. Do you think the storm will go soon? You're writing that paper or something, right? I could tell you what I know. Either way, you won't understand it. <laughs> I don't know, try me. Do you know what optical and structural density is? <laughs> yeah, not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> night, prof. Good night, Ricky. There were no other relevant recordings on the 16th pertaining to the investigation. Professor Yoshida mentioned sending several messages sent to a physicist friend. I assume this is Professor Asato? Yes, ma'am. Professor Asato still remains missing. I've had dispatch deal with the matter. Hopefully they'll find him. Yes, ma'am. Is that all for today, then? Not quite, ma'am. Last night at my apartment, I received a Nexus call from a Lockhart Reed employee, who, for security reasons, shall remain unnamed. I have reason to believe that this individual had knowledge of Professor Asato's disappearance prior to the investigation. Play it. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Are you Hannah Dahl? Yes, who is this? My name is... I work for Lockhart Reed. I have information regarding your investigation. I see. I'd rather you didn't call my home, Miss. My office nexus number I is. I can't call you there. Listen, this is information about Professor Uchida Asato, La Casa University, physicist, missing since March. Fuck. What's that? Open up. Look, I can't talk Open long. Up. Professor Asato, he was abducted. You know that, right? Yes, but... I know that you think it might have been Lockhart Reed, but it wasn't. It was a protester group. How do you know that? Look, they didn't vandalize the place like they do at terrorism sites. Because they wanted you lost and think it was the company. LR wanted to get us out as well. I don't know why they didn't tell me, but protesters... Find a guy named Hell Barrick. Hey, He's a suspected protester. Shit. Were the people who killed this employee protesters? Unfortunately, I have no idea, ma'am. I disconnected the call before I could see them, and before they could see me. I see. Well, it's good you did that. Do you know anything about this employee? I had one of the team do some digging. They found virtually nothing significant about her, with very little information. It's like her slate was wiped clean. A cover-up, then? It looks that way. So, looks like our friends at the company are trying to hide something. We can end this session for today, doll. In light of that call you received, I'll ensure you have a security detail outside your home as a precaution. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Try and find this barrack, also, and bring him in, if possible. Yes, ma'am. Fourth session of Concord investigation concluded. Agent Hannah Dahl, SI 1.2, signing out. Nicole Tuttle as Hannah Dahl. Daphne Nitsuga as Professor Takara Yoshida. 
Elizabeth Plant as Dr. Laura Scannell. Aud Andrews as Mitch Wheeler. Binar as Kelson Ricky. Zach Cipriano as Jack Hatcher. Saito Kabiyama as Avel Toparov. Catherine Ann Brasto as Edith Thoreau. Adigail Stewart as Rosie Bridger. Kessie Rudaniki as Dr. Mona Brown. Eleanor Anwin as Freya Jago. Aaron B. Lillis as Ramsey Tilson. Mike Joseph as George Armitage. Meredith Lisa Jones as Superior. Caroline Sweet as Employee. Scott Zimmerman and Landon Solberg as Soldiers. Written and directed by Elliot Summerfield. Additional mixing by Catherine Stanley. The Way Station, composed and performed by Detinta Shimizo. Cover art by Paul Ignacio. A Wired Cowslip Podcast.